0: Welcome to Reactive! Today is Wednesday, November 9th. It's the day after the election that we'll never forget uh, in the U.S. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Raquel Velez, and I'm here with Khalil. Hello! And Henning!
1: Hey, how are you? <laughs> how that are was, you? That was probably the <laughs> Rhetorical most... Rhetorical question. The, the, like,
0: <laughs> I feel like that was like the saddest intro ever. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> hi... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone well, is miserable. To, it really accurately
1: <laughs> reflects the current mood, I think. I, mean, I think so. There's no I beating so. around the bush, so
0: yeah. Oh goodness. Um yeah, yeah so for our, our international listeners and for anybody who may have been hiding under a rock, um
1: a big pile of there was
0: rocks. a <laughs> Yes. There was an election and uh It did not turn out the way I think a lot of people were expecting. Actually, no, okay, let me put it this way. It did not turn out the way 50% of voters were expecting.
2: (laughs) Well, actually, more than 50%, because popular vote went to Hillary.
0: That's true, that's true. Yeah, so popular vote... Well, and then also people who didn't vote, who couldn't vote, Um, Mm -hmm, anybody mm -hmm. who's international, living in the U.S., etc., I think they also had a, a... a difficult surprise (laughs) waiting for them um so
2: definitely
0: yeah uh in terms of the tech industry at least in the u.s i think a lot of people are calling in sick today um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i can i can speak for my company like if there are four people working (laughs) it's a lot (laughs) wow really (laughs) it's yeah no it's it's a lot of people are having difficulty uh, today. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the The U.S. has elected uh, one Mister. Donald Trump, who we desperately hope will not fire everybody. Um,
2: <laughs> fire? Everybody. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: fire. Yep.
0: I I didn't think it was possible. Um, yeah. But see, here's the thing, right? I think I think the big thing here is that. What this tells me is that a lot of people are really upset with how things have been going for the last eight years, and they either didn't trust Hillary, or they just didn't trust the status quo. They didn't trust the establishment. They don't like the way things have been going. And I don't think they necessarily voted for Trump. I think they just voted against Hillary. And that resulted in Trump winning. Um, mm. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really hard to figure out what, what's really happening. And I think what you said is, is probably very, is, is accurate that there's a lot of disenfranchised people. And not, on top of all of that is like most, you know, the media didn't realize that or ignored it or, you know, mm-hmm. didn't get it. Um, all the pollsters had no freaking clue. I mean, I, I don't know how it can possibly be that everything is so completely off, right? I mean, I mm-hmm. heard some stories where, you know, they they um, they suspected that something like this could happen because people would not necessarily admit that they would vote for someone like this, but mm-hmm. at, at least they wouldn't publicly admit it. But then right. it actually, you know, things that were said or are being said um, they resonate with a lot of people and um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah the, to me that's that's very sad and very scary and I, I, I really don't know what to make of it I'm just I'm bummed out um, mm-hmm. yeah I don't know where to like go from here I guess <clears throat> forward like you said in, in one of your tweets I like that one the only way yeah. through <laughs> is, is or the only way forward is through it so yeah
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: but I didn't it, get that the oh, only sorry. way forward yeah. is what is through. Oh the
0: the yeah the only way the only way to get uh so I think I said this too shall pass the only way out is through right right and we will go. get through this together thank you yes. so yeah yeah
1: yeah
2: I mean I, I feel like I feel like this is <clears throat> this is uh yeah a very a very blatant s- symptom of of a big problem that this is not only a problem in the U S but is definitely a big problem in the U S. Um, mm-hmm. Which is which is that, um, and I really liked what Michael Rogers, he had like a 23-part tw- tweet storm about this, and I really liked what he was saying, because he looked at the, he said he, you know, kept staring at this electoral map, and he, uh, where you can dive into, you know, where exactly was voted Democrat and Republican and uh, it was basically clear that all over america in the bigger cities not only the coasts but all over america in the bigger cities the cities always voted democrat but everything else like the rural areas mm-hmm. mostly or just basically 99.99% voted trump right and um and i think this is this 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 poverty thing in america is is just it's it's a it's a huge 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 problem like some of these a lot of these areas feel like third world countries like there is just nothing there people live in shacks like there's no jobs there's no job security people have to maybe can get jobs in cities when they commute to a city there's no farming like they mm. like the, the, and this has been ongoing for for decades. That you know, poor people have been treated badly by by the U.S. government. Still, they they are like brainwashed enough that they think that somebody like Trump maybe can then make can can make them you know be rich or, or like Trump at some point in or something like that or have security mm-hmm. or for Trump to disrupt you know the, the government so that certain things get well actually <clears throat> i think a lot of this white supremacy stuff cuz of course most people uh, most poor people in america are, are white and whenever you know people are it, 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 poor people in dire in dire uh, uh straits uh, mm-hmm. they 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 turn to to the minorities to blame you know, mm. they blame minorities, and that's not only in America, that's all over Europe, it's all over the world, basically. Mm. And, I mean, we, we see that, especially now, when the economy is bad, and blah, 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 and every there's just more poverty, and poor people are being really kept, they're, be, they're, be, they're being kept poor, they're being exploited, and all this kind of, like, this is... This has been ongoing for so long, and this this will this this has to explode, on su- yeah. at some point. And yeah, because because you're just like you're writing people down, yeah. And mm-hmm. so 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 this whole like, I don't think you know like yes, it is terrible that he that no, that he's been elected, and it's terrible that the Senate now is also Republican, and that most likely Trump will make the whole uh supreme court republican so that can definitely <clears throat> create you know do some real damage um mm-hmm. and but at the end of the day like this is still this is this is uh, a symptom and and i think that the us the system in the us is still built in a way so that he can't just come in and just like everything's dead and destroyed and he's gonna you know there's gonna be like a uh, a world war and he's gonna you know shoot nukes at everybody and stuff. that's that's not possible like this whole kind of i find this this inflammatory thing like this is the end of the world talk i find very unhelpful and mm-hmm. uh, and like this nuclear code scare which which is also something that the media came up with which is Like, sure, like the president has the ultimate decision, but before all that stuff happens, that he's been put in front of a decision like, are you going to shoot, you know, those missiles or not? There's so much security and so much regulation and procedure and protocol and all this. Like, this is not how this works. I think this is being simplified extremely. Uh...
0: I mean uh, yes and no Khalil I, I, I just just to kind of um yes and no uh it's 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 hard to say like there's yes it's more complicated than the media is saying but it's not quite as complica- as complex as I think that you're thinking it is um but I I think what you're saying in general of like This is not the absolute end of the world is absolutely true. It is not the absolute end of the world. I think this is a massive setback um, and it is extremely disappointing. Um, And there are people who are genuinely scared for their lives and their uh, well-being. And I think that is a real and valid fear, Um, especially since uh, Trump's vice president, uh, Pence, um, Mike Pence, uh, th- believes that conversion therapy works and um which is the electrocution of gays to make them straight again um <laughs> like God. genuinely um so mm-hmm. there's real fear and i think it's yes. it's valid um,
2: Absolutely, absolutely i'm not yeah. saying i'm not trying to diminish yeah. any of that I, like i'm just trying to get a little bit of uh from my for, mostly from myself like try to <laughs> gauge yeah. this better because there's yeah. just a lot of extreme rhetor- rhetoric, especially on Facebook and Twitter, and, yeah. and it's I find it extremely unhelpful. And I'm trying to get a feeling for where are mm-hmm. we right now, right?
0: Know? Well, yeah. so the other, but but, the other
2: imp- but, oh, but yeah. I I think it's also one what you're saying is true. Like people have reason to be fearful, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> not only um, you know gay people, but also. Of course uh, minorities because mm-hmm. because the the extreme right feels very validated by apparently mm-hmm. by uh, trump's trump being a president, and that is super scary, and it's also yeah. something that happened in the brexit situation in the yes. u k where there was vile you know more violence at least in the first weeks. I don't know if it's ongoing, but in the first weeks after the brexit vote, there was more violence against Muslim open in the streets kind of disrespect and violence against Muslims and I don't know about you know um black people but uh, that is definitely they feel emboldened like they say and uh, mm-hmm. yeah that's scary
1: for sure. yeah I think things have definitely been oversimplified that was like a I don't know a a a thing in the campaign I mean all these complicated subjects were boiled down to you know, catchphrases and and uh, short yeah. you know paragraphs, totally, totally oversimplified. Mm-hmm. And and yes, it's going, of course, being continued by the people, you know, venting their frustration or their sadness. But yeah, I think the point of of people being afraid or maybe not, you know, there, there's all levels of it. I guess just being uncomfortable mm-hmm. now or being so much more aware that there is this general opinion by a very large portion of the population that maybe they shouldn't be here in this country Mm -hmm. or they are, you know, not as welcome or, and, and, and Mm -hmm. that, that is really, really, really sad to me. And, and that's sort of what, what happened, you know, to my wife this morning, she's, she's a, she's an immigrant, she's a naturalized citizen. And this is the thing that she said, you know, first of all, and obviously she's a woman, but um, that this basically sort of made her, it was like a smack in the face that, yeah. you know, I am, my my presence here is, is questioned, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I now have to walk around and basically feel uncomfortable because all these people might be thinking that I don't belong here. And, and just to, to sort of highlight that, I mean... She has a lot of interaction with people, and and I did. I was on on an with an or at an event with her, and you know, the conversation comes up because of her accent, and uh, she looks Mediterranean. So it's like, hey, where are you from? You know, and in the past, it's always been like, oh wow, that's so interesting. How many languages do you speak? You know, have you been here and here, and what's that like? That's really cool. You know, and now mm. in 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 recent months, ever since we got back, at least a very common second question or comment is, how did you get here? Mm. And they mean, yes, and they mean, did you come here, you know, legally or not? And it's like, are you freaking kidding me? And that even has never in my life happened to me, okay? But it was in the context where they understood or knew that I was also not born in the United States. They didn't know that I was citizen because my mom's a, a u.s citizen but the question was also posed to me and i was i'm like my jaw dropped it's like are you serious and and that's <laughs> the kind of stuff it's like it makes you feel really unwelcome and mm. and this is not what this country Hell yeah is or should stand for yeah. and that makes me just mm-hmm. it really makes me sad you know yeah, yeah. And uh, especially yeah. everybody is an immigrant, yeah. in America.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: it's oh, it's yeah. just unbelievable. No, a- everybody, literally, yeah. every, including Trump, his <laughs> grandfather came here from Germany. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> yes, <certainly. laughs> he's not. Tra- anyway, uh, the, it's it's um, it is a sad day for America. I think it is also a sad day for the world at large. Um, we we saw Brexit happen. We thought that'll never happen in our country. No way will you know the the man in orange make it and you know it uh there are a lot of people who do not see things the same way that we do who do not feel the same way that we do and i think it's important to listen to them um uh but at the same time defend the rights and uh of of everybody who is here um that you know th- i don't I don't know like the best way to put it, but um if anything, it's really clear to me that education needs to take a higher position in uh in american politics um, and because a lot of this a lot of this comes down to lack of education, a lack of being able to discern fact from fiction but what and kind being of what kind of education critically.
1: What kind of education do you mean? Because I don't necessarily agree with this because a lot of people I know that have these mm-hmm. opinions and viewpoints, they are college graduates. They are in high positions. They are mm. making decent to a lot of money, but this is mm-hmm. how they think.
0: That's fair. You know? Okay. I mean, I'm I'm thinking more about people who, like, there's so much rhetoric about who's the bigger liar, mm-hmm. right? And it was like, well, Hillary lied about her emails. And then, like, but the fact checker showed that 90% of what, like, Trump said, and I'm not even, that's not even me going over the top. Like, literally, 90% of what Trump said was just stuff he made up. Like, it was Mm -hmm. just blatantly, he was just blatantly lying. But people were like, no, 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 Uh, you know, Hillary's the big liar. And... uh, to be fair, Hillary was not my favorite candidate. She wasn't. Um, but mm. I was not going to vote for Trump. There was no way I was going to vote for Trump. Um, so I don't know. Um, I think you bring up a really good point, Henning. Um, I, I think I think that, that there is some critical thinking that needs to be improved um, in our education system. I don't think it's taught very well. Um, being able to discern fact from fiction, et cetera, et cetera. But you're right. Uh, there are just a bunch of racist, sexist, homophobes, um, xenophobes who (laughs) just feel like other people are stepping on their ground. And, um, you look at the numbers, they broke it down by, by race and class. And, um, it was predominantly people who were white, uh, who, who voted for Trump, um, Men and women. Uh, it was like fifty-four percent of white women voted for Trump, um, and but by and large, people of color definitely did not. Like like I'm talking sixty to ninety percent um, of of people of color, men and women did not vote for Trump. So it's hard. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's extremely uh, I, hard for me to reconcile yeah. or, or or to understand how people can reconcile. Their decision i it just doesn't it's like how you can as a as a woman with children and maybe this is a sexist statement in itself, but how can you even i don't know it's just i don't i don't get it, I just don't get it how how someone can vote for for a person that makes those kind of statements about women, you know yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. And, and to your point, you know, the, the whole, he, he is a, he's a master manipulator. I mean, he Mm -hmm. he says whatever he thinks and he makes stuff up and the next day, 30% of the country think it's, thinks it's the truth. So (laughs) it's like, but yeah, everything is, it's not as simple as, you know, yes, people are racist and people are this or that. It's, it's, I think it's so much more and, and we have a lot of uh, figuring out to do of you know where things went yeah. off the rail i think and i don't know it's difficult I, i'm just looking at a at a tweet from you who the cats he says good morning don't despair <laughs> that's
2: sweet yeah i mean if i it's 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 already uh for, for me it's even hard to reconcile how you know just anybody can become a candidate like that like mm-hmm. I, it's hard for me to understand like uh it's it, that's that's almost like comical to me already like just anybody like you don't have to have any experience with any kind of politics but like, that's not what it's about i mean that
1: you just have to you he struck a chord with a very yeah. large part part of the population i, I, I and i know and this has look, happened in, in and, the past, and, and, I think, over and i think and i think that again. this is also yeah yeah i think yeah that's it true. has nothing to do with his qualifications that's the sad part but it's the truth yeah. if you can yeah, yeah but, can but it should still
2: not be an option yeah, i mean yeah it is <laughs> i know it is it is it is, it is he, of course he struck a chord and this has not only this is not suddenly that this happens that somebody who is just who is just saying things people want to hear uh and just goes you know just makes stuff up from the gut just because it sounds good to a certain group of people uh uh that they then just make that the truth for themselves instead of looking at the facts. This is has this this is this is also a culture that has been cultivated in the media in America for a very long time, and also by politicians, not only in America, but for, to an extreme, uh, to an extreme in America, uh, which is always very interesting to to see. But but is it's still confusing. Like the first time I heard that Reagan actually was uh, an actor, like. I was like, "What? How? Uh, you know, like this is. <clears throat> yeah. It's just not. This is sad I don't know any other system that that can, you know, let that happen. So, mm. it's, so that already starts with this. W- with that, then you have this. Yeah, you have this uh, this huge poverty problem, and there's so many. It's so complicated. There's so many different things, uh, and then the electoral college. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. Okay so that the popular vote is actually not really doesn't doesn't really elect the president this is also crazy and (laughs) although you know it's 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 made to i understand it's made to 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 weigh the um the say that different states have smaller states have against the bigger states Mm -hmm. uh, to 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 create some sort of a, a balance there the but i'm still confused like people people say okay well the popular vote should have been the should have been sh- basically should be what what basically elects the president but if you cr- create this system that is trying to balance the states doesn't doesn't it there there will always have to be situations like that where the popular vote doesn't win so i, I don't know It's Mm -hmm. just extremely complicated.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That it absolutely is. I think if we've established anything, it's that uh, there is no one answer. Uh, If anything, every question we have yields more questions. um, And we might not know the answers to them until maybe 20, 30 years from now when we look back and go, oh, that's how this all happened. Um, But until then, the best we can do is stay strong, acknowledge that this is not the absolute complete and total end of the world, though it does make things more difficult than it was before. Um, But we can survive this. We will survive this. And we'll just take it one step at a time like we do with everything else.
1: Exactly. And the only w- thing you w- really can do, because this is kind of bumming me out now, is to, is to focus on the positive. Yes. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. focus on the little things. That's what I was, was was telling my wife, too. was like, you know, our kids are are fine. They're healthy. Um, we're doing well. And the other funny thing that I told her is, like, you know, my son discovered this morning how to fart with his armpit. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was like... <laughs> So he was yes. just yes. totally excited about that. And, you know, that's something to laugh about. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> sure. and, at, and at the end of the
2: day, I mean, uh, you know, now when he's president and he's going to sit down with the, with the FBI, they're going to brief him, the, CSA, uh, the CIA is going to brief him, the NSA is going to brief him, the other, the other 500 three-letter agencies. Yeah, that's already been reasoning. happening to some
1: degree. I mean...
2: Uh, Yeah, Yeah. So, and he's going to be confronted with the reality of what (laughs) what he's going to get himself into, which I think, like, I always wonder, you know, like, being, like, it's really, like, being a, I would argue that being a really good president is more difficult than being a good developer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. So, but, but in order to be a good developer... I think you need experience, and Mm -hmm. I think that you start becoming a good developer when when you've worked in that job for like ten years or something around Mm -hmm. around that. So how can somebody be a good president when they don't have any experience and also not even and just then when they start to have enough experience, they have to leave (laughs) the job. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing for longer presidencies or anything like that. you know no.
0: what I mean, like Khalil. That's that is the thing that gives me the most hope. He's only <laughs> yeah. there for four See? years. Like, there you, go. you can't get yeah. much done or in four eight. years. No, but oh hey, no, but, no, no, no. There is no hear- way we are reelecting this guy. <laughs>
2: but but here is my question. So, so when Obama was in office, the the Senate was Republican, right? So they and mm-hmm. they they methodically b- tried to block everything he wanted to do, right? Right, right. Is that correct? Yes. So, so now, when the Senate is also Republican and the president is, pro- what is going to happen?
0: Um, it'll be easier for him to get things to pass in general. Like hypothetically, hypothetically, it would be easier for him to get things passed. However, mm-hmm. however, there are a lot of Republicans who don't like Trump as well, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think that. Um, and the other thing is, okay, here's here's another ray of of sunshine uh, in this whole political mess. Um, this year, the first latina first woman of hispanic origin was uh elected into the senate uh this year, the first muslim american woman was elected into the senate this year the first uh uh Indian american woman was elected to the senate this year uh the first uh black man from uh the south since reconstruction uh i e after the civil war was elected into uh into congress so there are some like definite rays of hope oh and every single congress person who is openly uh openly gay were all elected into congress so
2: hmm.
0: on the on the on the lower the smaller levels of things real people are coming in and real diversity is happening in the house and the senate um And those people, believe me, they're going to fight as hard as they possibly can against everything. There are Mm -hmm. lots and lots of little things that that people can do, even if if the Republicans outnumber the Democrats in the Senate. um, Mm -hmm. There are lots of little tips and tricks that they have uh, to to keep things from passing. Um, So it's it's not the end. Like I said, it's not the total end of the world. There are bright spots and there are ways that we can get through this. Um, so, so what that means is, yes, it will be easier, but Mm. he's going to have to strike so many deals, so many deals that there's no way that he's going to be able to strike them all. Um, and so people are going to start getting a little annoyed, like, Hey, wait a second. You promised me this. Hey, wait a second. You promised me that. Hey, wait a second. Mm. You promised each of us the exact opposite thing. So we can't both win here. So what are you going to do now? Um, so I think he's gonna he's gonna get through the first thirty days or first hundred days, and he's gonna be like, "I can't do this, I'm out." <laughs> it's gonna be so hard, so yeah. hard. People are gonna make. That's his what life, I think too. Hell. Yeah,
2: it's gonna be yeah. really difficult, and it's really because uh, he's also a master of simplifying everything. You yes. know, like he's just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to China, and I'm gonna tell them this or whatever." Yeah, and it's just and not then how he gets it gets there, and he goes, "Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> you know or i'm gonna do this i'm gonna like that's not how it works like this is going to be extremely complicated and for him to 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 manage and it's going to be so many people that are going to tell him what to do and mm-hmm. it's just there's people that around the president that are doing this since years and years and years decades mm-hmm. and, yeah. and and they help managing the complexity and stuff like that, and I, I feel like presidents get they get their little areas where they're allowed to play in in order to create their legacy, so to speak, mm-hmm. and they are also the figureheads that yep. that you know that people put up there so that they can, can kind of um, you know get they get the shitstorm and stuff like that so i mean <clears throat> So there's a little bit of that. So I think that definitely the, the, the system in America still has, and from what you're telling me now, like this gives me hope and it makes me feel more like uh, what I have been, um, what, I, what I thought would be the case is that, that the system it has like built-in resiliency you know, mm-hmm. so that not just somebody gets elected president and suddenly takes every, everything and it's an authoritarian state or whatever. That was not mm-hmm. how you pronounce it. Anyway, uh, yeah, and just becomes Hitler and, you know, uh, and yeah. the world. So,
0: Yeah, I think That's it'd good. be really difficult for him to become a full-fledged Hitler. Um, yeah. But it is exactly. not beyond the realm of possibility, as we have learned, like... There's nothing. There's no such thing as impossible anymore. I've given Mm -hmm. up on impossible, Um, but I think it'd be really difficult. So keep fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody just keep on fighting. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's it's definitely a wake up call. You know. Yeah. I think it's. Oh yeah. There's a lot of people who've 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 not thought about being active. in in a political way Mm -hmm. that I'm going to think about it now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Exactly. Uh, The big races that matter are on the local level. That's what I've really Mm -hmm. learned. It's all Mm -hmm. about the local politics. And then, cause that feeds into the national politics and that feeds into, you know, the head of state. Um, But uh, in other news, I'm going to be traveling to conferences and stuff Yay! Um, which is going to be really <laughs> boop, boop. exciting. Um, I will be in Singapore later this month, uh, for JSConf Asia. Yes. Wow. Nice. Uh, I'm I'm going to talk about uh that pokey little package manager called npm. Um, <laughs> and then uh, uh I'm I thought going that to one's
2: be- obsolete now.
0: Oh, no! Burn.
2: No! Too soon! Too soon! I'm just kidding. I just see. I'm not using <laughs> yarn. I'm just kidding. I'm just... Uh,
0: no, although I will say this. NPM has some really exciting things coming down the pipe. Um, I can't tell you what they are yet. Um, but exciting. if, hypothetically, you were to, you know, search for something on our website, it might not totally suck anymore. <laughs>
2: Wow. oh
0: i'm not saying anything <laughs> what though. could
2: that be though like i
0: have I nothing to say um but yeah and then lots more fun things are going to be coming down um so watch out for them over the next uh three to six months i know that sounds like a really long time it's not soon but uh we have a very tiny team um nice <laughs> and we want to make it good uh yeah. so there's there's some really exciting stuff coming down that way. Um Sounds and then good. I will also be I'm gonna be in your neck of the woods ish, uh Khalil. I'll be in Austria yeah. in January for Yay. um Script conf Yes, for ScriptConf in Linz, Austria. Uh yeah, I'm gonna stay so great. Yeah. I'm it's so beautiful. excited. Beautiful I'm so excited. City. I'm gonna take an extra day and go skiing. Cool oh
2: nice because <laughs> it's
0: january how can you not go skiing in austria in january so i'm gonna like bring my boots and everything i'm like so excited you have no idea so how long are you gonna be cool. there like four or five days okay yeah so you can see the city long. it's so
1: nice to walk through the city it's amazing mm-hmm. it's really really nice. nice yeah
0: yeah i'm i'm really excited um So uh, if if we have any reactive listeners who want to join me, we can have a little mini reactive uh, meetup Um, and then y'all can tell me how I might gain citizenship in Europe. Um, And then uh, (laughs) I'm only half kidding. Uh, But no, but more seriously, um, come to ScriptConf. It's going to be really, really fun. It's like a one-day thing. The tickets are really reasonably priced. Um, so, yeah, definitely come hang out with me in Linz in January. Um, and that's all I have so far for conferences. Oh, also, fun exercise for everybody. What should I talk about at ScriptConf? Um so, oh, that's a
1: TBD. Mm. Oh, interesting. It's a TBD. I,
0: I, don't, I don't know what I should talk about. I don't know what people want mm. to hear. Um, so mm. if y'all have an idea, it's like a 40-minute speaker slot. So what do you wow. want to hear about that's like really in-depth? What can I talk about that would excite you? Um, and if you say mm. robots,
1: <laughs>
0: I will, <laughs> that's okay. You can say that, but I probably won't pick it. So be creative. <laughs> um, y'all, y'all listen to me talk enough uh, about all sorts of things. So what is it that excites you and what, what would you like to hear more about? Um, and uh, so we can, we can have that chat on our Slack channel.
1: Excellent.
2: Cool. <laughs> yeah right. uh, i think also um jsconf eu date was announced wasn't it or was hinted at or something like that on twitter there's going to be one in march i think jsconf eu
0: yes i believe so i've heard rumors um, about jsconf eu mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. um i'm very excited I, uh, they, about no, it. no
2: in may sorry i'm sorry Sixth. Uh, yeah so the website there is a website that has the date so it's from the 6th to the, the 6th and the 7th of May uh, 2017 yes in Berlin Ooh. so cool Berlin. that's going to be cool <clears throat> but there's not a lot uh, there's not a lot of news yet or anything it's mm-hmm. just just a date right do, are you going to be there do you know
0: I do not know I have okay. no idea I would love to be there but yes we'll see we'll see if I can make it I might MC so yeah, that would be cool that would be really fun I, yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of the MCing <laughs> of things <laughs>
2: oh God. yeah I might I may or may not be involved in something
1: as well
0: okay may or may not <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so it's really hard
1: to come by any any other news anyway at least for me for my twitter feed that's been clocked yeah up with the uh, well everybody knows but um so what I've been trying to do is i'm I'm trying to research a little bit how I can channel my son's enthusiasm for minecraft uh, into learning something um maybe computer related well definitely computer related or programming related mm-hmm. and also something that sort of Kind of makes him want to read more. I mean, he does mm-hmm. read, and he's doing fine. He's, he's transitioning from being in the German education system and switching over to English, which is is really really difficult. And it's it's fascinating to see a child, you know, with all the the pronunciations of the various letters and how how it's really hard to to switch um, once you've started how to how to write right. And um, mm. he's doing really well yeah. with that, but he has this. I mean, obviously, most people have, or most kids have probably experienced that sort of this uh, this fascination with computer games, and and Minecraft mm-hmm. is a really um, it's weird to me because it's like it's something out of the '80s, you know, as far as graphics mm-hmm. goes and stuff. But it is absolutely like captivating, right? And um, they just mm-hmm. came out with this um, new feature called add-ons, and essentially what what you can do is you can you can export your your world in a... Um, it's like an MC world, I guess, is what the extension is, but essentially it's a zip file. And it contains all the information in order to... for the game engine to build the world. And and they had these, these really cool videos where they showed, okay, if you navigate through the folder structure and you can get to, like, the various characters in the game, and you can basically open their... Um, the the files the instruction files on how these are built and how they're controlled and they're basically json so you can then modify these and and therefore modify their behavior um but json isn't really i don't know intuitive or readable especially for mm-hmm. for a kid at age seven so i i'm kind of probably not gonna go down that mm-hmm. route so i'm i'm sort of coming back to scratch which is um a visual building block sort of drag and drop kind of thing. Yeah. And then I just talked to one of his teachers, and he actually has a robotics class um, like once a week, it's sort of an extracurricular thing. And they're going to introduce them to uh, Lego Mindstorm. I think it's called E nice. 3 so it's like the third evolution. And the thing there was that um, basically you do your programming in in also a visual. Um, sort of way without typing code or anything like that. I think you can if you want to, but you don't have to. And then the instructions are basically sent to the device or the robot through Wi-Fi so there's no futzing around with cables and stuff. So you get immediate feedback in the real world and I was wondering if you had any sort of feedback or suggestions as far as what works better. You know, I mean, I would think that for a kid to see how the actions or, or the, the things that were sort of put together, the instructions that were put together on the screen come to life in the physical world mm-hmm. is probably more motivating and, and sort of gives you more feedback than seeing something in 2d on your screen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You, okay.
0: The only thing is that, um, so the beauty of the 2d situation is that it's near instantaneous right because it's mm-hmm. um so like you could use something like voxel js to kind of create a minecraft world with javascript um but javascript might be overwhelming uh yeah. to to your kids so um you know the hot reloading etc might not work for him um like like it'd be great but to get to that point would be a, a little bit too painful um the beauty of Mindstorms is that uh, the programming language, out of the box, I don't know if this is still true, but at least when I was working with them, it was very much like Scratch. It was like this this block like drag and drop sort mm-hmm. of I think programming that's what language. It is, yeah. Um, but what's beautiful about Mindstorms is that you can transition from the building block type language and move into a more like C like language. Um, at least when I was playing with Ro- with Mindstorms, which I'm now dating myself. It was a while ago. Um, but I programmed mine in Robot C, which mm. was kind of like a, an easy version of C. So what that what I'm trying to say is you can start with the building blocks thing and then slowly move up. Um, but there, there are lots of different opportunities there. Um, there are also lots of new toys that you can kind of program and then uh watch the thing do what you ask it to do uh in real time like like in three-dimensional space right like um like there's this one where you can draw a line on like a whiteboard and then you put the robot on the whiteboard or something and then it'll like follow the line Mm
1: -hmm. and you can
0: like make it do different things um I don't know what it's called, but I saw it on Facebook. Uh <laughs> not that useful. Um but yeah, no, there there are lots of of new new toys out there. Um but like uh if if your kids are anything like the kids I have known over time, uh toys will eventually get boring. Um, So you want to be careful about, you know, which toys you get and make sure that it's something that can be captivating over time. I think, I think Lego Mindstorms are great because you can always change the Legos to make it into something different. Um, Whereas, you know, something that only has one configuration, you're just like, I'm bored of this.
1: Yeah. Well, he, he loves Legos. So, and, and my daughter does as well. So she always wants to do what he does, but she's only four. But um, might be a good good intro. I, I'm just, you know, trying to, like I said, trying to channel his... or Actually, it's both of them. They're, they're like mm-hmm. total Minecraft nerds. But, uh, you know, there there was nothing like this when, when I was their age. It's like I didn't get introduced to computers until I was like 16 or something like that, you know? So it's like totally different experience. And that was with BASIC. So anyway. Mm-hmm. So I shall try that and see. I have to see what that stuff costs. But... Maybe, you know, I can have some fun with that too, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good excuse. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. I shall report mm-hmm. back and see where I end up with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really excited because I have ordered a new MacBook Pro. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ooh. Um, it hasn't come in yet, so I can't tell you what it's like. But yes, I got the little strip thing uh, at the top of the keyboard um, and a bunch of dongles because that's how things roll now. Um, Wait but, a minute. What? of okay, strip excited. thing?
1: I, I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. I'm out of the loop.
0: Oh I, I knew that okay. something new
1: came out, but I have no idea. So
0: <gasps> Okay. So, <man>. so Henning, <laughs> check this out. <laughs> Apple has taken the MacBook, right? And they've, they've, they've made it lighter. Because that's what they always do. Um, And they took, you know, the the home row of key, or like the the function row? So like escape, F1, F2, blah, blah, blah. They got rid of it. The whole row. And then they put in this like, this like LED or this LCD strip that depending on what app you're in, that row will change functions and you can like... You know, tap on them, and then like you can use the fingerprint reader to use Apple Pay on websites and all sorts of things. Now, the big doesn't it
2: run iOS? Isn't it like a basically like a
0: oh, I don't know
2: this, iPhone strip?
0: Maybe <laughs> it's, something. Maybe.
2: Yeah, it has. A, I think it does, or it has. It has a it has a second processor just for that thing, and it oh. it's basically recycling their the iPhone or Touch. Uh, technology. That oh, so it's just a devices. completely
1: flat surface. There's no actual. Yes. Yeah. Buttons.
0: No, there's there's no uh, buttons. It's it's just it's a, like a little a,
1: screen.
2: Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And um, the big uh, hoopla uh, when it came out was they got rid of the escape key.
1: <gasps>
0: like the escape key is gone. No, no. <laughs> there it is. I, use Vim. <laughs> I was like. Wait, yeah. Believe me, Vim users around the world went. Yeah, exactly. Wait, <laughs> what? So, I don't know they what's sure going to happen. Um, I use Vim often enough that this should be interesting. Um, I will report back as soon as I have it in my grubby little hands. Um, I'm I'm really excited because I've I have my I've had my current MacBook for almost uh, almost three years now, so it's due for. It's due for a change, um, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm stoked. Uh, cool. Yeah. Also, they got rid of uh, HDMI, the Thunderbolt, all the USBs, and uh, the SD card, and the, the MagSafe power adapter.
1: Wow. The only
0: ports they have are going to be four USB-C ports and a headphone jack. So the headphone jack is still there. So still the power head- comes
1: through the USB port? Is that how yes. it gets charged? Oh, interesting. Yes.
0: So so in order to have all of those other ports, you have to have dongles, which feels a little weird.
1: Yeah, I already have two. <laughs> I guess I'll need more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So Strange. Okay, well... Hmm.
1: I don't know, that strip, that's interesting. I mean, it could be great, but at at first uh, listen, it sounds kind of gimmicky. I don't know.
0: It could be. It absolutely could be. There was this amazing article about it. Um, I don't know if you ever saw the film uh, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Nope. Um, It stars Brad Pitt, but basically the idea is uh, here is a person who is born an old person and uh, over time gets younger i don't know how they were born old but they get younger and younger and younger and younger so like the end of the film he's a baby sorry i just spoiled the whole film no i'm kidding um but there's an article called um benjamin button reviews the the new macbook pro and it's really really smartly done um i will find it and put it in the show notes uh (laughs) Uh, but anyway, yes.
2: Anyway, uh, Guillermo Rauch. Yes. Do you say Rauch or Rauch? Uh, came up uh, or at least uh, him and his team. Or some people from his team came up with another thing on their mm-hmm. site, website. And mm-hmm. it's called uh, it's called Next.js. Yes. And it's really it's really, really cool. Um it is a way to create so it is it is a, a framework that helps you to create server-rendered universal JavaScript web apps. And it's built with React. And basically, it has a few little conventions um, by which you, you create a project. And it starts very simple, where you have a pages a folder. And uh, you have a package JSON, and you have node modules, and you have a uh, you have the pages folder, and in that pages folder you have you put in um, like index JS and you know about JS, whatever pages you want to have to create your website. And but what you you write JavaScript and you write um, React components, and they have a few you know helper components for linking and stuff like that. And you just write you can make a very simple website. Um, that and of course you can. Totally deploy it, you know, um, very easily to their now service that that runs Node apps, and um, what it does is that when you when you uh, it, it totally implements this whole universal JavaScript concept where when you when you uh, first hit the site. You know, on the homepage or any any deep link or whatever, it re- it it renders the site on the server, or the page on the server, and uh, spits out the the rendered site. And then the JavaScript takes over, and from then, uh, when you click on a link, it, it's it's you know React routing, some sort of JavaScript routing that then just pulls JSON from the server in order to um, to display the next page and um they also do something clever where if you route to a page that um is needs specific scripts, but only this this one page uses the scripts, for instance, it needs d three and something else, then those scripts will also be transferred as text in the jSON and will only be in- initialized then when when you route to that page, so you don't have you don't have the huge blob of javascript um when you just you know uh, visit a a page of that of that site that is um, that just has a little text or something like that, so <clears throat> trying to optimize it a little bit like that, and yeah, it looks like super super cool, super interesting mm-hmm. and easy. And actually, the the, the site co site is built with that framework.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's very exciting. I'm going to be reading up a lot on it.
2: <clears> Haha, <throat> <clears throat> is, is
0: it? <laughs> it <laughs> is very exciting.
2: About, <laughs> yes, very exciting. It is very exciting, yes. I have no
0: more to say about this. Other than <laughs> I will be reading a lot about it.
2: <clears throat> <laughs> and, and, and on top of that, they, they're using something interesting. I don't, what was it? They have, they're using something for their CSS, which I forgot what it was, um, to write, I think, yeah, to write CSS in JavaScript. It's called, I have it here. Uh, uh, can't find it anyway but uh, that reminded me and maybe um, it would be cool for them to look into that too it reminded me of another thing that's happening in the React world called styled components which has Mm. been championed by a guy called Max Stoiber who is kind of active in the react world and somebody else i forgot who the second guy was oh no glenn maddern who is has he i, I know him from uh js Conf EU. he has he he did a really cool talk um i think a few years ago about uh manipulating gifs with javascript and stuff like that so he is also very much in this kind of visual um world where css and javascript collides and um Styled components is really cool. So you can install styled components with NPM and it just enhances React components so that you can actually write just normal, just straight up CSS in your, in your JSX code or in your, your template code for your, for your JavaScript component. Uh, it uses tagged uh, uh, tag template literals. Uh, do you know what that is? It's ES6, a part oh. of ES6. Thanks. So, so Huh?
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, so, do I need to explain what it is, or, or, or do you know what it is? Um, go ahead
0: and go ahead and explain it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I'll just explain because because I think it has been a little bit overlooked. I think uh, people are su- surprised uh, by it a little bit. I also, in the beginning, was when I saw it first because so the template literals are the back ticks for strings in JavaScript, which allows you to for 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 um, you know HT. Uh, it allows you to write multi-line HTML or multi-line strings in JavaScript without uh, without doing anything. You just have to you just you know return and a line break, and you can just keep writing. And you can actually um, use variables in your JavaScript with the dollar um, curly braces, and you can write JavaScript in your templates and stuff like that. But there's also the ver- there's also tag template literals, which allow you to 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 take that string and the javascript that's in that template literal and run that through a function so to process it in some uh, some sort and they wrote something so that uh you can just write normal css but it gives you the power of javascript in your css so you can you can uh you, you know you can read out screen size and then depending on that you know make the page blue or something like that and you you can do a lot of things and it's it, so they gave a talk at some conference i'm going to find it and, and link it up in the show notes uh and it looks really uh really fun and and easy to use and i think might be a really cool fit for for the next js framework from from the tight from the tight peoples
1: yeah cool nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, there's a lot of
2: a uh, lot of cool s- stuff happening with React. Uh, it's just ongoing; like there is always mm-hmm. something new and cool pop- popping up. It's really, really interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very very cool. Very, so I think that uh, cool. that
1: brings us close to the end, doesn't it?
0: Uh, yes, I think so, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that was episode fifty-four, and all three of us together. Wow. It's oh, my goodness. It's been, been a while, so... Yeah, yeah.
0: I know. I know. Uh, good to have everybody back and going strong. And if it wasn't for the fact that I'm going to Singapore in a couple of weeks, I would say we can keep doing this for the rest of the year. <laughs>
2: um,
0: but, uh, yeah. When
2: are, when are you going
0: again? Um, I am... I leave... Hold on. Let me look at the thingy. Um... I leave on the 22nd. So I will be here for next week's uh, call, but then not the week after. Um, So, but then after that, I should be around. I don't know. Who knows? It's ski season starts. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) anyway. Anyway cool all right well um good to chat with y'all indeed it's been Very good, good to be back
1: yes uh, yes
0: and dear listeners be kind to each other
1: <laughs> yeah it's the Just only way
0: Yeah, just be kind to each other and play with some cool stuff and then come on to our Slack channel uh, and tell us about what you've been playing with. Uh, We have some really cool conversations in there. You can access our Slack channel uh, via the show notes, which you can find at Mm -hmm. Mm reactive.audio.
1: Right. And uh, I'm H HGlidergots on Twitter. Thank you for listening. And um, yeah, if you like the show, tell someone about it or... Subscribe to it in your in iTunes, for example, or in your favorite podcast app, and uh, leave us a review like uh, Tim Arney did nine days ago. Yay! What? Yay! <laughs> awesome. So he writes um, a fun mix of animal facts and tech. And uh, witty banter. And by the way, we forgot our animal facts today, and we'll have to double oh, yeah, up on those. That's true. So, uh, Reactive's hosts <laughs> offer a nice blend of personal notes, insights from the tech industry, and what's happening in their current workplaces. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Very cool. Um, Very
0: nice. Uh, random animal fact butterflies can taste with their feet.
1: Oh yes! Boom! That. that you awesome.
0: knew that. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well. Yes,
1: uh, Doctor R- Zeus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, 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 yes. yes. Um, but
2: very good, uh, Raquel. You saved us. Yes, yes. Thank
0: you. Thank you for Just that one. last
2: minute save. Yeah. Um,
0: and uh, we have some new listeners, um, or new Slack members who've joined us. Um, Petrock,
1: Petroc, Yes. And
0: um. Maybe I k minor. No, you... that was oh, a, we got him we already,
2: already. Okay. We got yeah, him already. Was, yeah. no, all right. Last week. But well, welcome, Petrock. Welcome, welcome anyway.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> yep. um, yeah, uh, I'm Rockbot on the Twitters. Holler <laughs> anytime. We can chat about stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm Khalil Tweets on Twitter, and we're a uh, reactive pod on Twitter as well.
0: Cool. All right. All right. Well, then chat with y'all next week.
1: Sounds good. Bye.
2: Bye.